Hey, millennials. The total risk of sounding like a complete jerk, I am going to record my thoughts right now. I normally don't do this in the car, but I need to get some thoughts out before I get everyone in the world telling me what to think. So, for many of you guys who don't know, over the weekend, there was a massive attack on Israel from Hamas. They're natural enemies. Um, they've been they've been warring for thousands of years, and this was like a, a really big attack. And I found out because I saw a video of Hamas members kidnapping a bunch of Israeli Israeli chil- children. And I was like, wow, that's, that's despicable. Um, now, I will admit, when I saw the video, I didn't know that it was a new situation. Because I'm used to reports of stuff like, like that happening every year. There's always kidnappings or beatings or rocket attacks. And I don't mean to sound callous about it, but... I I am trying to be honest about the fact that I'm a little bit fatigued and I don't know what level of seriousness to take things anymore. Obviously, you know, we pray for Israel and I think there will be plenty of theologians to come out and tell us what that means exactly very soon. Everybody's going to have something to say about it. So I won't get into any of the theological implications of what that might mean. But, I mean, obviously, if a country goes to war, you want to you want to pray for its citizens. You want to pray for peace. You want to pray for, you know, safety, for saving lives. Loss of life is tragic on any scale, especially when it comes to war, because a lot of these people aren't actually or directly involved until terrorists come after them. And it's, it's a problem that Israel's been dealing with for a very long time. And, and then you turn on the news, and you'll always get the BBC report on how it's really Israel's fault. And NPR, PBS, they like to ride that line of they hate Israel, they want to, you know, what do they call it, sanction and divest, boycott, sanction, BS, BDS, boycott divest and sanction Israel while at the same time maintaining that they're not anti-Semitic. So go figure with that one. But that's like the official narrative on NPR all the time. I mean, if I hear about if I talk about Israel with someone who listens to NPR, they will jump to the defense of whoever the other guy is that's not Israel and they'll say yeah, but Israel this. I listen to the news. I listen to this channel. And so it's hard to watch as, you know, we can expect every news station to be talking about this because finally they got something that's not, you know, American politics. And they're all going to have this, this, the same uniform opinion for the first couple of weeks at least. And then they'll slowly mosey on back to hating Israel while trying to maintain that they're not anti-Semitic. It's exhausting, bro. And it's like, now, right now, we're in a real situation where we are supposed to just be focusing on 
compassion and prayer and doing our part, you know, like how can we help? But like we've been told to have the exact same amount of, to give the sound, the same, oh jeez. We've been told to give the same exact amount of energy to Ukraine for like a year and a half. And it's none of our business. We never should have been involved. It's not, it's not this kind of a situation. And we've been told all kinds of things about it. We've been sending money over there. Now we're going to be sending more money to Israel. And it's like we could have reserved a lot of the energy and, and funds and prayers. And I mean, maybe not prayers. We pray for everybody. But you know what I mean? Like you're telling me one thing is super serious. And then when something else that comes along, that's a way higher level of seriousness. You're like, no, 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 this thing is actually serious. So you need to be super for serious about this. And everybody's going to be on the same page for a few weeks. And then they're just going to go back to not taking it seriously again. <coughs> and that's the part that I'm not sure. Like, that's why I said, I'm the, I'm the big jerk. I'll, I'll take that risk because at least my position is that we pray and support Israel. But I'm I'm really disgusted by our warmongering politicians and bloodthirsty media who, frankly, don't give a crap, but they're going to pretend to. And they're really going to put a lot of energy into making sure that we do. You know, like I, I don't need someone to guard my emotions. I need them to just kind of like back off and stop telling me what to think and feel all the time so that when something actually happens like this situation, I'm not completely exhausted for fake crying over some other war that's not even a war you know what i mean like the whole thing in in ukraine they they are sure to tell us people are dying they need our help but it's not a war like you know what i mean like it's super serious but it's not that serious it's not a war but this is a war what's going on with israel and hamas so now we're gonna have like full-scale war this was not the plan and the timing is like, whoa, because we're, you know, we're kind of exhausted about Ukraine and stuff. I just don't know what to, what to do about it. I don't know if anything can be done about it. There's a bunch of scarecrows in front of this church. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. Um, I don't know if there's anything that can be done about it. I just know that I'm emotionally exhausted and confused when I really need to muster more strength to be able to show some attention to this new situation in Israel. I uh, I don't have anything much more to say about this, so I think instead of trying to release this as an episode, I'll save this file and I'll try to combine it in post-production with other thoughts that may come up later for the show. I just wanted to get this in while it was fresh in my mind before everyone tells me what to think. Hey, what's up, millennials? So it is um, 6.54 in the morning, Thursday, October 22nd. No, October 12th, I'm sorry. Thursday, October 12th. A couple of days after the segment you just heard. I recorded that on Monday. Like I said, I wanted to get my thoughts out before anybody had a chance to tell me what to think. And if you've been following my trajectory of thought for the last few months, then you realize that I have recently begun to seriously distrust many of the conservative commentatorship 
on the market. Um, but they also have principles that that ring true, and so that's why I lean to that side most of the time. Normally, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to make this a, a political thing, but apparently, this is there's a lot of war in the world, and it's all political. Um, or at least over here, it it, uh, it just trickles down. Like everything over here is political for some reason. So there are reports, and that's all I can go by, of all the things that are happening in the war between Hamas and Israel. I haven't heard any updates on progress that Israel has made. Uh, I took the day off. I did not listen to any news yesterday, <clears throat> and um, I just needed to relax. But in the one day, since like I recorded that thing and then I listened to some stuff the one day, Tuesday, uh, by the end of Tuesday, I had heard enough for one day. Horrible, horrible stories of, you know, ritual beheadings and just atrocious things. And it's things that I don't really want to repeat because I don't think it's worth glorifying. But... Hamas <clears throat> apparently must have come across some, some some sort of a windfall because they have all of these weapons that people are saying were left behind in Afghanistan. Um, but they're also being being but we're also being told by some people that um, they were granted money. Not Hamas specifically, but one of the groups. It's difficult because Hamas isn't a a, a country or a government. It's some sort of faction. And so I don't know who the money came from. I don't know if the money went to Palestine. But it was like $6 billion or something. Or maybe people are referring to the $6 billion worth of weapons that were left in Afghanistan. Was it it Afghanistan? There's a lot up in the air. There's a lot. Anyways, this attack was led with bulldozers, uh, tons of new weaponry that they didn't have before, highly trained soldiers. Um, apparent, okay, so this is the part that gets me. There were like paragliders, and there was a video going around where they were like getting ready, and they were gliding in these electric paragliders and then they were like shooting I guess they were going to shoot from the paragliders but then they got like footage of them landing so somebody produced a video of these people like that means that they were there before they took off set up their cameras took footage of these guys taking off found a position where they could get footage of these guys in the air and then landed before they landed or at least had another camera crew on the other side taking footage as they landed the paragliders. Like, it was a production. <clears throat> we had that going on. And the thing that was weird is I heard it in two reports, and then I heard somebody say that they thought it was pulled off the internet, but um, or it was being pulled off mainstream media, because it's too overly produced. And then I hear about that same day, Democrat socialists were in either New York City or D.C. having a protest on behalf of Palestine who was leading the attack. 
protesting against Israel and they were cheering that Hamas has paragliders and that they're going to push out the occupiers or something. And they're, so they're doing this whole thing about Israelis being moved into a part of Israel back in the 40s uh, before any of us were born. That's what they're celebrating. That's what they're protesting. They're talking about geopolitics that happened before any of us were born. None of us were alive in the, in the 1940s. So we don't know what happened. We, we weren't there. We can read about it, but uh, honestly, this is a thousands of years old war that has been going on for thousands of years. It's never going to stop. I just don't think it's ever going to stop until they wipe each other out. These are, these are two factions that want to kill each other. Um, all of the Arab nations want to kill, destroy Israel, wipe it off the planet. And Israel doesn't want to be wiped off the planet. And so that's that's that. And everybody else has something to say about it. Everybody else wants to get involved. <clears throat> and it's it's been like this my entire life. Um, not to the point that I'm callous about it. I'm just saying, like, that's the reality. There's no sugarcoating it. it all of the countries surrounding Israel want to destroy Israel. And Israel does not want to be destroyed. Plain and simple. But to cheer on this attack, it it rings stupid to me because you're not involved. Um, and then on top of it, you had stories of Americans over there in Gaza just before and during the attack. They were over at some dance party or something. And a bunch of them got kidnapped. And that's horrible. First, I want to leave with that. That's absolutely horrible. That they're being kidnapped and they have nothing to do with this war. Because Hamas was attacking civilians. They're just attacking innocent people. It's absolutely horrific. Also, why are you going to a dance party in Gaza? Um, I'm assuming because somebody made it cool to be like, Yay, Palestine. Let's get involved in this war. Let's make it a political, cultural thing. We're going to go to a dance party or something. Um, and if that's not your reason, I don't know what your reason is. Like, it's stupid. There are people going going over to Israel for dumb reasons all the time. Either because they're Christians and they're reading about Israel and they're like, I want to walk in the same path in the footsteps that Jesus walked. I want to go to the same places. I'm sorry. I have always and still do think that's dumb. They are constantly at war and have been at war for thousands of years. And you can say, it's not war. It's war. There are rockets and machine guns and stuff. That means war. Terrorist attacks, that's war. It's been like that since before I was born. My entire life. There's always been stuff like that going on. And people are like, I'm going to go to Israel. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, you know, when the grenade smoke is clear, you can actually see over the horizon. I don't know. That's dumb. I'm sorry. You want to walk the way Jesus walks? Read what he said, do and 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 go from there. Trust the Holy Spirit. You don't need to go touch Israeli sand to walk the way Jesus walks. You don't need to see a beautiful horizon that bad. And that's just on the Christian side. We got these dispensationists like trying to build temples and stuff over there. But then why why do you have kids going over to a dance party? They're dumb. That's what it is. It's dumb. And so like people are like <coughs> oh, you have to feel bad. It's like, yeah, I do. Because it's horrific. And you can hear some of these recordings of people in the in the bushes. I almost said in the shower. 
in the bushes and they're hiding for their life and it's just absolutely terrible blood-curdling stuff. Also, why are you over there? I mean, like, if you're American, you have access to America, right? And, and if you're American and you're traveling on the other side of the planet, that means you have access to, like, safer location. Oh, but my grandma, I don't care. Oh, but I have family over No, no, I don't care. It's dumb. They're shooting and blowing stuff up all the time. Like, all the time. Like, okay, that'd be, like, some rando from, like, uh, Sweden just deciding, hey, well, maybe not Sweden because they, they got their own problems. Um, what's a, what's a country that's not completely off the rails right now? Cause there's a lot of stuff going on, but you just take some random, you know, Australia, They're, they don't seem to be at war. Let's just take some random Australian or somebody from New Zealand. And they're like, Hey, I'm going to go take a trip into Southside Chicago. I hear it's beautiful this time of year. Why? That's dumb. Don't do that. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a trip to Baltimore. Don't do that. Why? No. Don't go to San Francisco right now. That's not a good idea. So you have all these dumb people taking vacations to war zones. And yes, I am calling Chicago and Baltimore war zones. Baltimore's like the most violent city in the United States. If or Chicago, one of the two. That's why I used them both. And that, and, and that's still low scale in comparison to what's going on in Israel and or Gaza like I could see like a bunch of dumb Christians like hey I want to go touch the sand of Israel and see Jerusalem okay I get it I get it I still think it's dumb but I get it but Gaza why why are you doing that stop telling stop making people think it's okay to do dumb stuff like that that's that's why they have American hostages Man, and it's, not, it's not their fault. Like, they didn't know the terrorists were going to strike this week. But it's likely, always likely this week. You know, it's, it's, it's a constant thing. So it's dumb. Don't do that. This traffic is ridiculous. Uh, I'm driving to my job. I, was, I think I was driving from my job last time when I talked... You ever do this thing where you have like <clears throat> just uh, just a parenthetical rant here? If the speed limit is sixty-five and you got a guy going seventy, and you're like, surely that guy's gonna get arrested. And miles down the road, you're like, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna trail him a little bit. So I'm way behind him, but we're both going seventy in the sixty-five, and I start feeling guilty. I'm like. I don't think I should be driving this fast. This is too fast to be driving. Maybe I'll just let him get in trouble. And then I slow down again. Because I'm like, there's no way I should be driving this fast. And then I slow down to like just above 65, right? Like 67. And now I have every, what, six or seven minutes? Not even that long. Like every two or three minutes, I have another car passing me. Like, at a fast speed. So that means they're going faster than 70. And, and nothing is happening. When I do it, when I go 70, I feel like I'm about to get in trouble and the weight of the world's going to come down on my shoulders. But everybody on the highway is just going much faster than the speed limit. And I'm going slightly over and they're just passing me like... How fast are you driving? Anyways. <coughs> so I told you, I, 
I wanted to get my thoughts and then come back to this because everybody was going to go hoo-ha, boo-hoo, this is the worst thing, but this isn't lasting. This that that sentiment it's already fading and it's weird, bro. Like it's this is nothing like when Russia invaded Ukraine. Bro, they had posters and stuff made. They were there was all sort of sentiment like, oh, we have to support Ukraine, and everybody switched their avatars to red. And there were still people with yellow and blue flags in there, in their in their like handles on Twitter and stuff. Now, the week isn't even over, and people are like already like kill the Jews and all that stuff. It's it's the week's not even over yet. We're a year and a half in the Russian v Ukraine. They still got avatars, but. The week's not even over, and they've already started changing their tune. I told you, I told you on Monday, Democrats hate Israel. I don't know why. It's not a political thing. It's not a political issue. It's like a religious war that's been going on for thousands of years, but like that just keeps coming up. And I told you before the end of the week that anti-Semitism was going to come right back. But don't you call it anti-Semitism? It's man, I'm. I'm over it. I, I I don't like it. I don't like what I see going on in this in this world. And then, and this is the last thing, and I'm gonna go because I don't have much I can, you know, productively contribute to this part of the conversation still. Other than what I'm already telling you. I mean, if you find it productive and helpful, I'm glad. If I'm largely ranting, I know. <clears throat> I'll try to wrap it up and put some positive spin. But so my wife shows me this post that some person made. <clears throat> and these grifters, they always try to make it sound like, you know, they know better than you and they totally for sure know and you need to take action just based on what they say. It's, it'll be a screenshot with the source removed kind of deal. So somebody posted a screenshot saying that Hamas claims on Friday that they're going to jihad in the United States and they're urging Muslims in the United States to wage war on non-Muslims. And then they're saying, stay out of the big cities because of this, right? And the only people sharing it are people in big cities that we know, you know, people that live in the city, people that live in these deep blue areas. And so it's like, what? Um, I don't, I don't think I remember ever seeing anything like that, but again, the week's not even over yet. And I feel like there are people trying to monetize on this nonsense. Like this is a war going on. People are, are just making stuff up. Now I immediately go to, they're just making stuff up. It's Thursday. So tomorrow, I guess we'll see if there's just mass murder and mayhem in all of the big cities all across the United States. Then I'll just, I have a lot of crow to eat, you know, but I don't think that's the case because Hamas issued a statement, right? And if they issued a statement like that, where is that statement? Where is that statement coming from in terms of like, where was it published? You know what I mean? And I'm not getting that information. I looked up. It had something about Reuters at the end, but it was cut off. 
and I couldn't find anything at all. And you can usually find something. If there's a statement that is issued, then you can get the statement, you know? So instead of sharing a screenshot, what about like the link to the statement? Like what's going on? Why did why do people do this? And then they just send it over and over and over and over and over and over. Like I said, people are dumb, man. This guy's got his brights on. He's in a truck and he doesn't care. So we all got to suffer because this one guy. Um, that's that's all I can do. That's all I can talk to you guys about right now. Um, I know it's a bit ranty. But I'm, I'm kind of heated. It's a, it's a passionate thing. Again, like I said, pray for Israel. Pray for the world because people are dumb. We need help. We need Jesus to return. Jesus, come quickly. Uh... I don't know, man. It's just, this is horrible. I really hope that the rumors of, you know, terrorist attacks coming in from the southern border are going to be false. I really hope that this uh, urging of holy war in America is going to be false. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. By the time I get this uploaded, you'll either you'll either hear how ridiculous this was, or I'll be wrong, or one of us will be dead. I don't know. Let's just let's just hope for the first. So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, it hasn't even been a week. Like I started recording this on Monday and things rapidly started changing. I think I was wrong about a couple of comments I would have made earlier in the first segment, maybe in the second segment either, or at least I have to change direction or change tone uh, because everything has shifted so quickly. So whether I was correct on some of my early assessments or wrong on some of my early assessments. That's not the point. <coughs> the point of recording this over the course of a week is to show how quickly things have changed and shifted. So, here's where we are now. Um, I don't know if I'm going to uh, cover everything because I haven't gone back and listened. But here's what here's what we've got. Because I was talking... I went into work. Or, I'm sorry. I went in... I went in to um, pick up my daughter from basketball practice. That's what it was. And there was a lady there. And she was asking me about if I knew anything about this uh, Hamas situation where they're saying October 13th, they're going to just, you know, start shooting people and stuff. We, we, we haven't heard anything. It's still 10 o'clock in the morning. So I haven't even turned on the TV yet or radio or podcast or anything. I, I haven't. All I did was take a walk today. And we'll have yet to see this, you know, what's going down across the country. But I told her, because she was concerned that she was going to Fayetteville, which in Arkansas is a blue city. I don't know if it's as bad or worse. It's about the same as Little Rock. Um, It's not as big as Little Rock. Apparently they have a really high crime rate there as blue cities do. And so I was saying like, that might be true, but I don't think that you're going to have like a jihad Muslim community to be worried about. I don't think you're going to have, you know, that kind of fighting. If anything, you're going to get accosted by some blue haired freaks who have their feelings hurt for whatever reason. But that's just, 
you know, and, and even that's not likely because with that being the case, we're still in Arkansas. And so there's a lot of liberals here, but it's not like we live in Michigan. You know, it's not like we live in Oregon or New York. We're in the heartland, you know, so it's like Oklahoma, Louisiana, Texas, and Arkansas. Like there's, there's not a whole lot of that kind of sentiment here. So that's my assessment. It's like, I don't think you're going to see much action in, in these areas. <laughs> my kid just literally ran out of the house to check the mail. Um, but then I, I explained to her how grifty the right has been, right conservative commentators on things. Um, it's, it's even worse this year. Um, we talked about history and stuff and I was saying how unfortunate it is that I made it, I made a statement. I wasn't going to be talking about politics because this, this whole, the war happens. Um, Congress is, uh, I guess, going to tie aid to Ukraine to aid to Israel. So like, we're not going to be able to give Israel aid unless it's tied to aid for Ukraine. I don't know if that's been solidified yet. But that looks like that's on the chopping block. <clears throat> Joe Biden come out and just straight up lie and say that he saw images of the horrific things I said I wasn't going to mention. He saw it confirmed. And then they backtracked immediately and said that, no, he's just referencing what people are saying. Um, and now there's people saying that the horrific images that I, I'm not mentioning in this podcast our time old tactic and gave examples of when it was used 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years ago. Um, it's, it's an old story. We are, the one thing that got me, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last segment. So you have this story of Harvard students um, celebrating the Hamas attack, which the attack, okay, so I have more clarification on the attack. People were at a dance music festival or at a music festival dancing when Hamas just started kidnapping and killing civilians. That's what happened. They didn't attack a military base. It wasn't anything like it was straight up terrorist attack. So that's what the kid, the people in New York city were the, the socialist Democrats of America or Democrat socialists of America, the DSA, that's what they were celebrating in New York city. And the kids at Harvard college were celebrating it. And now there's a story of CEOs saying that they're never going to hire these kids. And they were so like, oh, man, I didn't realize that my actions were going to have consequences like that. I thought I was just going to be able to, you know, do it and say whatever. Um, so the whole like cancel culture canon has come back full roost on on that college class. And, and rightly so, you know, um, I was listening to Tim Pool and he was saying that this is exactly why you want people to have free speech so that you can see them saying the dumb things that they espouse. <coughs> the only one that seems to be smart enough to try to distance himself from this is uh, Ocasio-Cortez, but she's she's taking a mealy mouth both sides attack. But it's it's bad, man. I told you it wasn't even going to be a week and the media was going to get right back on their anti-Semitism horse. And it's like the same week you had some people that were testing the waters like, hey, we hate Jews, right? 
And everybody's like, no, no, you guys are monsters. Hamas is monsters. You can't be celebrating that. And they're like slowly trying to backtrack. So you have these Harvard students and student organization is in, in these Ivy League schools putting out these statements about how they stand with Hamas and how they support Hamas, including Black Lives Matter, by the way. They put out a tweet talking about how how much they that they support Hamas and like what does Black Lives Matter have to do with the war between Israel and the Jews? And that brought me to a realization is whenever you hear somebody say black and brown people, you're likely dealing with a Marxist. And I'm going to call them out as such because growing up in the 90s, we never said black and brown people. The only time you heard people said black and brown people is when it was like angry refugees from other countries coming over here trying to make it seem like what they're dealing with is our problem. Um, and like we're taking them in and they're mad at us. They're like, I didn't even do anything. I'm I'm just like a poor black kid in the hood. And like you're talking about, you know, capitalism in America and it's like seemed seemed fine before you guys got here um yeah it's it's I've dealt with and I'm and I know how this sounds and I'm sorry how it sounds but I'm saying it I've dealt with a good number of like Mexican girls and Arab girls and it's usually girls you don't see a lot of guys on this train um unless they're following loud angry women it's usually these like women like Syria, uh, Indian, like um, what's that one Indian chick that just became a Christian? She's not Indian, but she's like of that Indian persuasion in the region. Um, is it Maya something? I don't I don't remember her name. She um, geez, <coughs> what is her name? I can't remember her name. Wow. Anyways. Yeah, you'll you'll get these girls that come over from India, from some some parts of Africa, Arab region, Middle East. They go to colleges and then they get into these like socialist Marxist groups. And then they want to come over here and denounce capitalism and it's like what do you want us to do be socialist you want us to be communists it's like what do you what are you are actually arguing and it's just war and they're i get if they're traumatized from war then they need to be treated as such you know and if they're not traumatized as war then they need to really calm down and shut up but we can't have it both ways you can't say like oh i grew up in this in this you know we're palestinian we grew up in war and but but listen to us and do things our way no 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 you need to be like diffused so don't bring that crap over here, like, but then you have, and this is really rambly, I know, Lindsey Graham talking about just flatten the place, and there's a, a contingency of people saying the same thing, just flatten the place, uh, I heard a recording from Joan Rivers saying, you don't go bomb people and then cry about retaliation, you know, you don't set up weapons facilities and military bases in hospitals and schools and places where there are civilians and then cry oh they're attacking civilians like there's all kinds of stuff going on i just like i said before none of us were alive in the 1930s 20s 40s whatever we ain't got nothing to do with that (coughs) (coughs) so to see students take the side of like oh this is an occupation and stuff it's i don't know i can't i can't get with it I don't think that any of the people that live in Israel had anything to do with that. 
And the people that did aren't alive or in power right now. And at some point, you just got to stop. And killing civilians and kidnapping people from music festivals and stuff ain't ain't a move in the right direction. It's just not. Um, that's terrorism. So BLM supports terrorism. A lot of people on MSNBC uh, seem to support it because they're not taking, they're not showing death tolls properly. They're not talking about it properly. They're just talking about like combined death counts. They're trying to make it sound like it's 9-11. Um, it's all, people are fighting. They're in chaos. And then October, today, October 13th is supposed to be like the day of retaliation. So I'll be watching the news. We'll see. I'm, I'm torn. I mean, I'm not supposed to be talking about politics and stuff because I don't want to end up on the FBI's watch list. But what are we supposed to do, you know? We got the grifty right that are too rich. Um, they're going to, and it's not that they're too rich. Okay, so the thing with the right, and I've explained this before, I'll explain it again. Yeah, we might share values, but like if something happens to me, Glenn Beck and, and Ben Shapiro ain't going to be speaking on my behalf. Matt Walsh ain't going to answer my emails. You know, they ain't none of them taking my phone call from jail. Uh, Jordan Peterson, much as I love to do, he can't stop his daughter from tearing up the place. So it's like, why, why should we be listening to him? I mean, maybe that's not fair because she's an adult, but still, there's a lot going on and we all got our own lives, man. And so like, if you want to yell and scream about every freaking thing, chicken little, the sky is falling all the time, you go ahead and do that. But don't expect us to listen to you. Because, like, now we are in the actual situation with this war from from Israel and in the Gaza Strip. Like, that's super escalated. It's like a thousand people dead. And we're, st we're exhausted from the whole Ukraine crap. You know, everybody give us, you know, give a crap about, care deeply about Ukraine war. And, and it's just too much. It's been too much for like two, three years. And now we have something real and we actually have to care and we're exhausted. So that's, that's where I'm at, man. Um, I suggest getting like a good triangle of opinion and maybe not from these super rich mainstream people. Like, I'm not saying because they're rich, they're bad. I'm just saying like, look at the, look at how they handle their principles and stuff. Look at how they handle their information. Um, my personally, I listen to Tim pool. I listen to Derek Hunter. They're very opposite from each other, even though they have similar values. And I disagree with both of them quite a bit. And then I listen to the guys, uh, no agenda because they have, far far reaching network of listeners and they call it boots on the ground and these are people that work in the industry so when the mainstream media is telling you like here's what's going on in the airport industry you'll have multiple people from the airport industry write into no agenda like nah they've tried to make me get the jab or they tried to do this or you know these, these they're lying about the news here's what's actually happening uh, we'll get information through that show long before it hits the mainstream media and then they also pull clips from France 24, NTD, um, Australian and British news, Indian news, um, NPR, PBS, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, Fox, all over. 
So, and they will compare it to the American media and show you how the American media is lying or, or obfuscating the truth or whether a story is solid and they talk about it and they generally do a good job of not immediately taking sides for stuff. Uh, so if that's, if that's something you're interested in, you want to be informed, uh, I would, I would check that out. It's not like redacted. Um, I know some of you guys listen to redacted redacted comes across as, um, closet leftist you know they have that that air about them it's and you can tell by the way they swear um a lot of people swear but it's the way that they swear it's the way that they use certain swear words you can tell kind of where their ideological bend is um redacted to me it's 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 closet leftists it's it's closet like um like they want to be cool with the leftists but they have to take a different approach for whatever reason but the way that they swear, it gives them away, man. Anyways, that's all I got for today. I'm going to put this on both podcasts. Uh, it's going to be on the Zero for Hire podcast and the Millennial Rain podcast because it's all-encompassing. So, uh, production note, we're going to be working to get ZeroForHire.com up, posted, and it will be... I think right now we'll just have it pointing to Substack or a page that will get you to the to the newsletter. One of the two. Um, I don't send out newsletters very much, but they you do if you sign up for the newsletter, you will get the podcast when they release sent directly to your inbox. So that's what zeroforhire.com will be, and we'll start building that apparatus. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm gonna put these clips together, and then I will post them later.